Build Radio, Episode 5. Okay, so we know that Build is definitely in the building. Make some noise, Build! Build hope. Build life. Build solve real problems. Build future. Build solve real problems. There's a lot of gun violence in my community. I always have to be careful when I go out to the streets because, like, I never know when they're going to start shooting. Carlos was uh, 18 years old. He was gunned down when she was only 15 years old. You're not going to do this to my city. You're not going to do this to our children. We need help. We need help now. We need to stop it now. You are listening to B.O. Radio. How B.O. made me feel, made me feel like I'm in a safe haven. Like, I'm protected, I'm guarded. How do I feel about Bill? I feel like they gonna help me make it in life. It just makes me feel at home, like I have people that care about me here. I look at Bill like family, so they mean a lot to me. It make me feel like I'm smart, like I'm a part of something good instead of being a part of some violence or something bad. I feel loved when I come to Bill. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy New Year, and welcome to the fifth episode of Build Radio. We had quite a year last year, and uh, we're so happy to have gotten to share so many of our triumphs with you over the airwaves, perhaps internet, maybe, I should say. But as always, thank you so much for supporting Build Radio and Build Chicago. Uh, We're looking forward to a truly incredible and impactful 2019, so we hope you'll stay along with us for the ride. Make sure to check out our website and follow us on social medias to stay connected regarding uh, all the events we have coming up, Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the like, and of course, Build Radio, but you are already here, so wonderful. Um, we got a lot of great content for you coming up on this episode. We're going to hear from the Build Youth Council. We're going to hear an excerpt from a youth comedy podcast. Uh, we've got a local entrepreneur spotlight. Uh, we're going to debut or re-debut, I guess, some youth poetry. And then in addition, we're going to close out the episode with a, from our archives. Around 10 years ago, some Build Youth recorded a really amazing song called We Gotta Build. So we'll close out the episode with that. So make sure to stick around, stay tuned, and uh, I guess buckle up and get ready for uh, 2019. It's going to be something wonderful. Thanks for listening. downtown Chicago's museum campus community to our Austin community. What things did you notice that our community does not have but can benefit from? My name is Jalen Jones and I'm 16 and I'm from Belmont, Craigan. I noticed that it wasn't that much trash around. People wasn't standing around like people out west. There's a lot of stores and restaurants around so people don't have to walk that much because they got resources to get where they need to go. It's a lot of things to do, like going walks to the park, read books, and et cetera. My name is Aaliyah. I'm 16, and I'm from Humble Park. What I noticed about downtown community and my community is that it's more cleaner and nicer than my community. It's more safer to sit around downtown and doing things, but in my community, it's not that safe to sit around and do things. I'm Cameron. I'm 16, and I'm from East Garfield Park. Things that I noticed downtown, I experienced downtown was the, um, the restaurants and the jobs that they had and different things like the Divi bikes and stuff and transportation that they had and we didn't have a lot when we was down here in Westside community. They didn't take care of a lot of that stuff down here so it made it much easier for them to have stuff when they was downtown. Hey, I'm Charles Williams and I'm from East Garfield Park. I'm 18 years old and the difference I've seen from 
the downtown area and the Austin community areas that we don't take care of what we have until we realize that it's gone and it's too late to get it back. And when it's gone, we really don't pay attention to it. So we just add more negative things to it. Instead of noticing that we don't have garbage cans and putting paper bags on gates and throwing trash in there, we just throw it on the ground and don't care. Instead of getting the bag from the gas station and putting the trash inside the bag and holding it until we get home, we just throw it on the ground. I mean, people from downtown, they really care about the community. They see trash, they pick it up, they don't care whose it was, they don't debate about it. They say this is basically like their community is their home, period. And that was our youth council discussing a little bit of the differences that they've seen between downtown and their own communities. Um, next up, we've got an excerpt from Reggie's Comedy Podcast. So uh, we hope you enjoy. And we'll be right back after that. This is Charles Peanut Tillman. This is Commissioner Boykin. Hi, I'm Sam Macho. I'm George McCaskey. This is U.S. Senator Dick Durbin. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. You are listening to Build Radio. Build Radio. Build Radio. Build Radio. Build Radio. Welcome to Reggie and Rashad's show. Welcome to Reggie and Rashad's comedy show. You know, this episode we're gonna be telling stories, some funny <laughs> comedy. Uh, we got our uh, special guest right here, Benji. DJ Benji. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, you know, we going. Thanks good. for having uh, your show, guys. What a what a what a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. Good, thank you, because you know we're loved by thousands <laughs> of people, especially millions. Bill, Bill is like uh, a place to be. Bill is a place. Bill to is be. home to me. Yeah. Okay. No, like home. So um everybody, uh let's say uh hey DJ, could you cut the music down? Alright, so let me tell you one of my funny Wait, stories. wait, first before we start, sit down, buckle up, get some popcorn, cause you better write to listen to this. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> but, um I'm finna go first. Okay. But no, you go ahead, come pitch in the song the stuff that I did. Okay, so um this is a story about and me and my brother, Rashad, actually was talking to this one girl. Here we go. Do you have music completely cut or just low? Low. Low. Is this good? Like a, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, so um, this had what happened. Rashad came up to me. <laughs> I was doing a podcast. I was doing one of the episodes, people. Rashad came up to me. He was like, hey, you know, you heard about the girl that liked me? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, we should go down there and see her. I was like, okay, let's do it. We get up. We, while we're walking, a lion comes out and says, roar. I'm like, what was that? Lion, he was like, that was my roar. I was like, you can talk. He was like, yeah, you talking to me? I was like, oh, well, my bad for talking to you. I'm going to keep walking. He was like, no, don't go now. We have to finish the conversation. We never ended it. I was like, what? What? No, we been, ended the conversation when I said I got to go. He was like, no, you don't got to go. You're going to stay here because if you don't, I'm going to bite you. Or what was that like? People, let's stop for a second. When a lion says R and not like when a lion says R, it's just a man in a costume. <laughs> I'ma say that now. Uh you got something to say, Rashad? No, nah, man, I'm gonna pay attention with my popcorn. Okay, so as the story goes on, it gets it gets funnier and funnier. Okay, so when we get to that destination that we were supposed to be, the girl came out and says, Hi. I was like, who are you? He was like, Diana. I was like, no, you're diarrhea. She was like, what are you talking about? I was like, do you got body odor? She was like, no. I was like. She was smelling very bad. She was smelling like ravioli and spinach. That's how bad. Okay. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to just cover my nose. We walked into the house. 
She had no furniture. I was like, where are we going to sit? She put out two bricks, made a, uh, a loaf. She said, y'all make a sit down, please. I was like, I'm going to air sit. What is that? I'm going to sit on the wall. How do you sit on the wall? I'm going to just put my back against the wall and crouch down. She was like, oh, really? I was like, yes. I'm not sitting on this floor. And then this is the messed up part. A roach came out and said, hi, how you doing? I screamed and I ran out the house. Rashad was like, Reginald, where you going? I was like, you didn't just see that roach say hi to me? Like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Uh, no. What? Leave me alone. <laughs> and then well, he said, come on, come back in here, bro. We just got to do this and leave. I was like, okay, I'll come back in the house. A roach, the roach says, why, why, why did you run out? I was like, why? Help. The girl was like, oh, that's my, that's my pet. You got a pet roach? Um, excuse me, roaches make babies, and the babies gonna infest this building. I'ma leave, that's it. Rashad, you can stay here. He was like, no, I'm not staying here, I'ma go with you. And then we walked back out to the lion again. He was like, we still didn't finish the conversation. What, why are you still talking to me about this? Yeah. And then a rooster comes in and says, cock a doodle doo. Leave me alone, world, like what is your problem? I, I start walking, and then the lion comes up behind me and tries to hit me in my back. He was like, uh. I was like, why did, why, why, why did you just touch me? He was like, because I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave. Um, that was one of our, that was one of our <laughs> stories, you know. <laughs> okay, Rashad, would you like to tell the story? Pass it out to you, brother. Actually... Uh, we just gonna play a game. Do the best gonna, you can. We're gonna, we gonna skip the story. We're just gonna play a game. Uh, we're gonna play... Uh, let's see. No, we're gonna reveal our deepest secrets. <laughs> I don't got no secrets. Rashad, you go first. I don't got no secrets. I don't got nothing to hide. Don't make me bring Expose Me back. Let's go. I don't got no secrets, line. Okay, I'm gonna tell what my secrets are. I'm gonna tell what my Rashad's. <laughs> okay. One of my secrets is my birthmark is on a the back half of me. That's all. That's all I gotta say. My birthmark is on the back half of me. Oh, me also. Uh oh yeah, and one of Rashad's secrets. Mm. Rashad, his left toe is on the back of his foot. And we will cut it there. But. Very funny kid. Very excited to see what he's got in store for him for his future. He's only, I think, 13, and so he's got some talent for such a young age. So um, keep an eye out and make sure that you uh, you remember you heard him here first. So, hey. Next up, we got a recording of an interview that we did with uh, a young man named Anthony Singleton, who's got a cool uh, apparel business that he was telling us about. Um, so stay tuned for that, and uh, make sure to check his stuff out. Be back in a little bit. And you're listening to Build Radio. Hello and welcome to Build Radio. Thank you so much for being listeners of our beloved podcast here. We've got a very special little episode today, a little community spotlight of a local entrepreneur. I'd like to welcome Anthony Singleton to the studio. Thanks for coming, man. No problem. How are you guys doing? 
All right, all right. He kind of just dropped out of thin air. He's like, oh, talking about all this stuff. And Ken came up that he has his own T-shirt business. And, and I was enthralled and sounded super cool. And um, he was passionate about what he was talking about and knowledgeable as well. Um, he just graduated, so congrats to that. Snap, snap, snaps all around. Thank you. Um, so, Anthony, tell us a little bit about your business. Give us a, a brief a brief overview of what it is. Okay, so um, when I started out, I wanted to start off with Cats the Fear. Um, well, Cats... The Pokemon Catch Them All. Um, and they told me I can't, well, business, uh, Banner Academy told me that I can't, that I can't um, do that. So I right. started off with Cast the Fear. Um, Cast the Fear is a t-shirt business for people who have phobias. And when you uh, wear the shirt, I create logos or designs that they want of what they're scared of. So I started off with my sister. She's scared of spiders. She hates spiders. <laughs> Um, and I created a T-shirt with spiders on it um, all around the shirt. Uh-huh. Um, I tried to do my own 3D T-shirts, basically. Um, it came out pretty well, and cool. it actually worked. She wore the shirt for a while. It was a couple times where she didn't even want it the first time. Yeah. And one time I just let her sleep with it, not even knowing that it was a T-shirt. She thought it was actual spider, so <laughs> it worked. And she just started wearing it, and now she can kill a spider without asking for me to come. Really? Yeah. So that's like legit success rate. Wow. And so that's kind of like exposure therapy, you know, right? Yes. Wow. Um, and when she wore the shirt, I seen that it worked. Um, and then I created a T-shirt for uh, clowns. Cobraphobia. I heard a lot of people are scared of clowns, so that was my first actual T-shirt to be on the market. And what I did was I made a T-shirt with a clown, and I added the definition and the title. So now they know the phobia, and people that see them that also have that fear, like, oh, I have that fear. So now you're basically intertwined with other people because mm-hmm. of that phobia. Wow. So how? Uh, what else do you have first? Let me ask. I have a clown phobia, um, needle phobia. There's an endless variety. Um, I can get any kind of artwork done for you. No matter what, um, I'm here for the challenge, um, and it's it's pretty hard sometimes. That's, that's cool, though. I mean, so where, well, how did you come up with this idea, kind of using exposure therapy and apparel t-shirts to kind of merge them into something that could be a design but also help the individual? <laughs> that's cool. Having something to wear that, you, that you're scared of actually showed that you're willing to get over your fear. So mm-hmm. basically, it's just having confidence in things you want to do. Do people that purchase some of these shirts, do they wear them like out and about, or this is more for just like when you're in your house to get? It can be a little bit of both. I've yeah. seen people wear my shirts. Um, I can say in school, when I was in school, I was getting a lot of requests of different phobias, so I mm-hmm. think people are actually willing to wear these shirts to get over their fears. Um, so how did you learn like how to do this all? Like You're pretty young. This, this, is, this is an undertaking. You've got your business plan. You've got your mission statements, everything like that. You don't see that from an 18-year-old kid often. Yeah, um, it all started from Banner Academy West um, on Chicago Avenue in Leamington. I went there last year. Um, and I, they said I started out pretty high quality because of the skills I have. Mm-hmm. Um, they said I got right in and started instantly. And so what I did was started out with a business plan. Um, it was a basic business plan, uh, just little random thoughts. But throughout the months, um, I could say about five months later in, I actually had my business up and going. Um, in reviews coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all started with get my business plan. After business plan, there's um, marketing research. Um, so my business plan was to be able to be all around USA and the world, um, to have different types of uh, artwork, mm-hmm. anime, no matter what, I want to do it. Um, so I learned it through Banner. 
Wow. Banner did it all. That's great. What a great program. Um, so as far as like your design skills, you're showing me some of the stuff that you that you mocked up. Um, pretty impressive. Some of this just like freehand drawing sketch stuff. Um, did you know that before Banner? Did they teach you? How did you get good with InDesign and Photoshop? Um, I was taught that also there. Um, Photoshop designing. Um, it all started with designing when I was first little, um, five years old. Learned to draw. Um, and I went to school at Les Finch Learning Tree. Um, there was a man named Mr. T, Mr. Thickpin, Antonio Thickpin. Um, shout outs to him. He uh, mm -hmm. taught me how to draw and do artwork. That's when I really found love for artwork. Um, and I was taught basic. Um, I could say before Banner, I didn't know how to really draw. I was okay. just doing it on my own. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty awesome artwork. Um, I have things where I still have photos of old, old drawings, and it was mostly just copying and things like that. Mm -hmm. But my skills got better to where I was freehanding. Um, a couple of my shirt ideas was basic off my mind and just the combination of Photoshop and Illustrator. And um, I could say my uh, skills for drawing came over from Les Finch to Banner, and Banner just made it way better. So cool. now I can do it in the industrial designs. Uh -huh. So it's pretty it's it's pretty easy, but anyone can do it. I say, but you yeah, have it to just put takes in the practice. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So did you like some of this getting better stuff? Like, how much of this do you do, or were you doing when you're at school at home versus like at school too? Um, like I'm at, sure you work on it at school, but like how much of your own time did you? Own time, um, you really have to put in your all because you have to want things, you want it for yourself. So um, there was a lot of people that really tried to do it, but they didn't like the effort that they had to do. So mm -hmm. actually going over drafts of money, business math, profits, and revenue and things like that, you have to actually sit down and check the math and yeah. the things that's coming in with it. So I can say just basically being having patience, basically. Definitely. So, like, are you in charge of the finances and stuff, too? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Was that stuff hard to learn? Um, once you get the hang of it, so I say for me, since I'm a fast learner, it took me about a month mm -hmm. to learn business math and things like that because it was a class I got every day and I was getting, I was studying for tests and yeah. things like that. Um, they had their own uh, little online um, class thing where we just take uh, quizzes and from what we learned, and that's how we know if we passed or not. If you don't pass that, you can't get passed to the next level. Mm -hmm. So the first level is business uh, proposals and things like that. Second one is uh, business math. After that, business math, then you're ready to do marketing research. Okay. After marketing research, then you're ready for the world. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. It's a pretty long process, but the the um, the sum of it all is going to be great. So you're going to college now. Are you thinking you're gonna like do this amidst studying and all that stuff? Keep it up as well. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna to go to school at Dawson. Um. To do uh, overheaded lineman, uh, electrical lineman work. And after that, um, I'm going to invest in myself and get my own uh, vinyl cutter and printer. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to start my business up again and finish it out. So who are some of your inspirations as far as other entrepreneurs? My inspirations are uh, designer brands. Um, I like things that come out like Kanye West and Yeezys. Mm -hmm. You really don't see a lot of knitted shoes. Um, yeah. You don't really see a lot of phobia t-shirts. I mean, I have, but you haven't seen them mm -hmm. actually made for people who have phobias. Right. Um, so it's basically just coming out and sticking with the plan. Yeah. And it's cool. I mean, like it was when you just told me your idea initially, I, it, it was, it struck me cause it, I had never heard of using that sort of like a t-shirt, you know, as, as a sort of an exposure type therapy. Like that's, it's, I, that was, you know, that's fantastic. And like, um, I'm sure you have other ideas too. Do you, what else do you have in mind for like other businesses or things that you 
um, right now I want to think of a new way to play music. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to do is find a virtual way, like virtual reality. I want to find a virtual way where we can just listen to music without having to control it. Um, so I, I'm thinking about big plans that really has to take planning and uh-huh. futures like that. Um, AI robots, wow. things like that. Like most of the plans have already been done, but it's just um, advancing them. Mm-hmm. So I have other thoughts I have is creating baby toys, uh, blocks that you can interact with. So I, like I said, oh, it's already been created. Yeah. So um, it's just my way of doing it. So like uh, I could say a Rubik's Cube, I can make a way to where you actually fold it into different objects. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play with it kids that it's childproof. Um, I just wanted to find certain things that you can find teens and things like that doing. So with the t-shirts, you know teens love clothing. So if they find something like that, it might not be scary to them, but mm-hmm. they love the design. And um, that's why I just wanted to be able to design different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just having that, that creativity to be able to see something in a way that someone else might not see it and how can I make that better? Or like how can I fix that problem in a creative way that hasn't been done before and capitalize on it? Right. That's sweet. So... Um, like um, at O'Hare, I worked at O'Hare doing wheelchair services, and mm-hmm. I was told that the person that actually was there and he was teaching me through classes before I actually did pushing wheelchairs, he told me that he invented the wheels that's on there so it can <laughs> hold a sturdy enough weight. Wow, and I'm like, really? That's engineering. That's yeah. what I really wanted to go to school for, but the, the fees for it is pretty high. Yeah. Well, maybe this will, this will take off. You'll get some money for it. Do you, have, do you have a fear of failure? And if so, do you have a T-shirt for it? Um, yes, uh, I have a fear of failure. Um, uh, I also have a fear of heights. That's yeah. why that's the shirt that's still in planning because uh-huh. I have to design it myself. So right. I have to have something that scares me. So this is actually going to show that it works. Wow. What would a fear a fear of failure t-shirt look like? A fear of failure. Sadness, crying, maybe a little bit of a person kicking over something that they mm-hmm. don't want to do or balling up a piece of paper. Um, another idea I wanted to wear shirts with fair failure. Um, I want to have a shirt that has technology in it, so actually uh, image moving on your shirt. So wow. it's a lot of ideas I've yeah. been coming up with. Um, you know the little cards or things they have that you move it a certain way, uh-huh. and it actually shows another image or yeah. the image moving. Like That's what it's sort of yeah. like back and forth. That's what I want to do. That would be very cool. Um, I mean, I think we we've you've covered sort of. Uh, what makes you different from your competitors? I would say it's a, it's a unique idea. Was there anything else that we didn't talk about? Um, what makes me different from other companies is the hard work, yeah. the dedication, and me starting out at 18 and doing what I want to do. Um, There's not a lot of people out there, but if I can get a group of people together, um, I'm willing to pay um, once I start out uh, to help out. Um, what makes me different basically is, like I said, dedication and just having the will of patience. So absolutely, um, it's it's a whole lot basically. I'm sure. I'm sure. I said a lot because it, it. But it's obviously taught you a lot. Yes. Like just from talking to you, I can tell that you you see the world in a way that a lot of kids your age definitely do not. Yeah. Um, where can people purchase your products or find out more about you? Um, there's a website called MizuziSolutions.com. Um, that's where all the businesses that was created throughout the school from Banner. Um, the kids' products are still being sold there. Um, you can go to the school on uh, Chicago Avenue or Leamington. If not, search online for Mizuzi. Mizuzi is the, actually the company that created the business uh, making thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it, but Innovation Lab, I can say. Okay. So look out for Mizuzi. Mizuzi is what started it. Great. And your your website is catchthefear.wordpress.com? 
Com, com. Yes. Okay, cool. So make sure to check that out. Um, you got any final words for our listeners? Um, I would like to shout out a couple people. Go for it. I would like to shout out you <laughs> for getting this broadcast um, done. Um, I would like to shout out uh, Prince, Dr. Prince, um, and Mr. Reyes and Miss A from Banner. They all, they helped me through it. Throughout the, all the problems I had, they helped me out. All right. Well, Anthony Singleton, thank you so much for coming here on our Build Radio podcast, and we look forward to your ascent and success in the future. We'll be thank like, you. We knew him when. Stay tuned. Another very, very bright young man. We're very excited to see what he's got uh, coming along in his future. So, um, you know, keep an eye out for him as well. And we're happy that, uh, you know, he got to grace the halls of build. So very cool. Um, happy we got him in the studio. Next up, we got some youth poetry that was actually initially from an anthology of youth poems called Dreams that was published by Build in 2014. Um, and we would have had those kids uh, read their own poetry, but they're up and out and doing, doing their things now. Um, probably graduated from college at this point. Um, but we got some of our current build youth to read and reinterpret those poems. So the initial poems were by Chanel Williams, Portia Baker, and Destiny Delgado. And they were read and reinterpreted by Shivante, Stiwan, and Marisela. We hope you enjoy. The sinking sun is how I would describe your eyes. Your cute little smirk, close to heaven. Skin so soft, it made me tender. But now I'm so lost thinking about you. I forgot what this poem was supposed to be about. When we fight, your words strike me, leaving me emotional wounds that resent you. But after all, you've made me who I am. When we hug, I fly out of this world, then come right back back again. But after all, but after all, but after all, but after all, you can't do anything for society. 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 It's not over for me. It's not over for us. Dirty dumpsters, filthy man hustlers. Finding one man, apologizing to the judge, then do another. His own brother or mother. Think it's a come up, but really it's a setup. A setting that is set up for any black man to be trapped at, to make a mistake and get handcuffed. It's messed up when a boy can't see his father. It's messed up when a boy is caged and his own man and think he can go farther. Let that man go, you can do anything. 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 Go anywhere, cause the sky's the limit. 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 Cause the sky's the limit. Cause the sky's the limit. 
Just keep pushing on. We are young kings and queens. We don't need a throne. Why so much killing? Why so much drug dealing? Think before you start killing. Because at the end of the day, you wouldn't want somebody to take you away. Up next, we got a rebroadcast of an interview we did with our youth council last year. And then stay tuned for the end of the episode where we're going to close out with uh, the internet debut, I guess, of uh, We Gotta Build, a really amazing song recorded from some Build youth about 10 years ago. Thanks again for listening. And remember to rate, subscribe, review, follow us on all the social medias. We're going to keep plugging it just because, you know, all that stuff is important and helps us with uh, engagement and all that good stuff. Tell your friends. Um, here's our youth council. All right, everybody, what's good? Thanks so much for listening to Build Radio. My name is Benji Wax, and I'm here with the Build Youth Council. We're very stoked to have you guys all in the studio today. How are you guys all, how are you guys all doing today? Good. Let's talk into the mics, friends. Let's talk into the mics here. <laughs> Can we have you guys go around and introduce yourselves for all, all our people? Who wants to start? I, I'll start. Um, okay. I'm Cameron. I'm 16. I live in East Garfield Park. Cool. I'm Charles Williams. I'm 18. I'm East, I live in the same district, East Garfield Park. I'm Jalen Jones. I'm 16. I live in Belmont, Craig. I'm Aaliyah. I'm 16, and I live in Humble Park. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. We're stoked to have you in the studio. So we're here today to talk a little bit about Youth Council, and I would assume you guys to be the experts on Youth Council. So let's talk first, I guess, about... You had a whole summer full of programming and experiences with Youth Council, with Dominicia. What were the most what was the most meaningful experience that you guys had um within doing youth council the trips the um and what kind of trips uh to sky deck and um the planetarium the planetarium yeah cool who's next i say the most experience that really got to me is probably the book because it it's basically I can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can relate to it, and I can feel where they're coming from, and I see it every day, what's going on. Because the book is basically about people that see violence and gang activity and stuff going on in the community of Chicago, and what they are doing, or they are trying to do to stop it. What, so how, what kind of project did you do with, with the book? Oh, we just read it, and then we just, like, see it. Like, how we felt about the chapters mm. after we got done reading it, and like how can we relate and what stood out to us. Cool. Were there any particular stories offhand that stood out? I'm sure many of them resonate, but it sounded like it was personal stories and uh, that um, people experienced or what they did in life or can what they had happened to them, like violence. Um, do you want to just talk about like what the book's called and generally the idea behind it for people that don't know? Um, basically the. The name of the book is How Long Would I Cry? And I say, it really caught my eye because I saw the boy crying. I'm like, what, what he crying for? I won't know. So I started reading it. And then, well, we started reading it. And then I noticed that it was about people who had died and they were innocent. And what story really got to me is that when it was a lot of, in the story, the boy was fighting another kid. And then they all just jumped on him for no reason. He was only, what, 13? Six, no, 14. He just went to finger. And that's crazy how they beat him to death. And they nobody helped. They, everybody was just recording, laughing and stuff. Wow. 
Jalen, what stood out to you so far this this summer, this experience? It was basically the same thing. The um about the book and stuff and the trips. Yeah. So yeah, that was really it. Cool. Which one of the trips was your favorite? Oh, the sky deck. Got it. Yeah. Were you guys scared to walk out on that thing? Nah. No. Nah. Really? Nah. <laughs> 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 I'm Emily, how about you? What stood out? What was meaningful? Something that stood out to me was um, our personal stories and our community stories because um, it tells it tells us a lot about our community and where we're from and our personal stories. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, and I think people will, will look forward to, to hearing all that stuff from you guys. We're excited that we got you to come in and record some of those to have on record for the rest of time so we will be able to have this for a while um so you guys came in with a list of like some other major things that you've been working on this summer um i think folks will definitely be interested to hear what more of the youth council does uh does anyone want to go first to talk about their their big thing that they worked with all right go all right charles go for it big bowl child um one thing i was researching and talking about was bullying and how how people basically died. What really made me like interested in this because when I was younger, I used to get bullied because I was short, and people used to pick on me because I was different. Not like you used to be short. I used to be short, real short. <laughs> but wow. when I hit second grade, I just hit a growth spurt. I was talking to everybody now, so that bullying just stopped. Went right out the window. But I guess like everybody's not that lucky as me. Everybody still get bullied no matter how tall they are. Mm-hmm. Everybody like got their own different story and. When I was researching, it was a lot of kids committing suicide just because uh, people didn't want them in. Like, they was kicking them out, and they felt like nobody wanted them. Yeah. It was one story when the boy, they was talking about the boy and how soft he was because he wasn't tough enough to be on the football team. And they just kept picking with him, throwing rocks until he just went to the bridge, took the taxi to the bridge, and just jumped off with all this stuff. And that, like, really got to me because am I, like, when I was younger, I used to be like, dang, nobody want to talk to me. Nobody want to do nothing with me. Yeah. Until, like, I feel like people need somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. no matter who it is. Yeah. It can be your worst enemy or your best friend, as long as you, like, express that to somebody. And if you don't, then some tragic can happen. And I don't want that to happen to nobody, because nobody yeah. should be committing suicide. Did they talk about or did you learn about, like, what, you know, solutions might be to help kind of fix some of these problems? Oh, it's a lot of solutions for parents, teens. Little kids, everything. For parents, if you well, you can tell who being bullied and who not being bullied. Person being bullied, and come home, they can't explain where they stuff went, and they can't explain how they got bruises. People who are bullying them, they come home with stuff that they didn't have, or basically come home richer or happy, and like their popularity more than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And how parents can stop it is that they can talk to them about it and be like, nah, that's not cool, and stop it when they see it. Instead of just looking at it as in, he needs to be a man, he can, he can toughen up. Yeah. Or will. Tough cookies, something like, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's a big problem, too, when you people just kind of write it off as like, nah, just be a man, or like, you know, I have to deal with that, too. It's just right. a part of growing up, something like that. Um, when it just And then it becomes ingrained, and no one ever does anything to fix it, and the, the outcomes can be tragic. Right, because it... It basically beats you, like, inside, mentally, physically, yeah. and emotionally. Yeah, and sometimes that inside is worse than the outside. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful, man. Cool. Well, I'm happy you got to study up on that a bit and kind of learn some of the solutions and, you know, see the problem, you know, and I know that you're saying it was personal for you, so I'm sure that was right. that was, that was was impactful. Um, all righty, anybody else? Who's next? Big uh, things that, that worked on. Cameron, let's hear it, man. 
But I, uh, my topic that I researched was decision making. I chose that because I did a lot of things that I want to, I want to regret. Cause like it hurt, it ain't hurt me. It put me in bad situations where I could have had my career ended at a young age. I hurt my mama, other people, and other stuff. But I ain't gonna talk too deep on that. But um, I chose decision making because it's smart to think before you do something. Cause my mama always said me that, and she said my brother that. Mm-hmm. Um, we pick up on that a lot, cause we used to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. But um, really, I want the um, like the main thing I wanted people to get out of this was, like, just when you do stuff, think about it, think why you want to do it, and just make it a smart decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be thoughtful. I think a lot of it too with decision making that people tend not to think about is like that split second decision making that you don't even realize. Like there's the big decisions or like that that can be more make a bigger impact in your life. But sometimes it's those split second ones, whether it's with anger or aggression or whatever, that mm-hmm. it's are the hardest to be able to work because you don't even realize that you're making the decision. It, you just it, naturally react. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens too fast for them yeah. to even make a decision. Yeah, so it's really important to be able to just be. I don't know aware mindful of your own emotions and what's you know going on in your own processes to be able to have the most control of yourself um cool solid solid all right um what, what did you look into mine's was um on leadership cool and the reason i chose that because i was thinking mm-hmm. about like what i used to do i used to be a follower at the time gotcha. but not a leader yeah so i used to like yeah and and I used to like bully kids and stuff, and I ain't really like to do that. Cause yeah. I was just my friends doing that, right. and I thought it was cool, but it wasn't. Then, as I got older, I, like, you know, you got, I matured. Cool. So, and, what and, does leadership mean to you? Like, to me, it's like, mm. Just like what what I, words and values does it make you think about, or how how would you be a good leader? Like 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 having responsibility. Like mm-hmm. I can't really mm-hmm. explain it. Like, would you be uh, a quiet leader that just kind of like did everything you need to do really well in the hopes that people would see that and kind of follow? Or would you be one that's more assertive and like call people out and be like, you have to do it this way? I'd rather be a quiet person because mm-hmm. I don't like really lead by example, like sorta. That. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I mean, leadership's also a super important thing to, you know, learn about and be able to incorporate into your life. I think it helps people with how they communicate with each other, how they how they understand each other. Um, so this is great to hear that you guys have been have been going up, um, learning more about all these sort of important, geez, important concepts. Um, Amelia, you got a little bit more for us on advocacy? I said advocacy is something uh, something I choose because it's important. It shows me how to maintain myself in life. It shows me that I always can't depend on people who is helping me now in life because I'm getting getting at the age where I need to start doing things on my own and everybody's not going to always be there. And they always can't be trusted to help you do everything in life. True. True, true. Good. Who wanted to talk about the where I'm from story? What that meant? Tell us what that meant to you. Um, the where I'm from stories, it's, it's about um, our communities, where we're from, and how we grew up in the communities, and how it impacted us us and impacted us in life with our mm-hmm. family and friends. Cool. Did you find differences or mostly the same amongst your friends, peers here that you guys were working with? 
I'm not sure, but all of us, I think we all had the same um, mm-hmm. same kind of struggle growing up in life. It yeah. was all hard for us at one point, but somehow we got through the struggle and yeah. all that. No, I mean, the work you guys are doing now is super impressive and cool to see. You know, you take it upon yourself. You didn't have to join, I assume. So you took it upon yourself to make yourself better. And like, that's what's up. Um, And I'm sure it'll keep happening for your life. If you keep making decisions like this, you'll make yourself better and you'll be successful. Um, So Build is proud of y'all. And we're um, we're excited to see where you guys go in your futures. Who wanted to talk about it? We talked a little bit about the field trips. Did anyone else have anything more to mention that we didn't cover already? Don't go to Skydash, Chicago. <laughs> That's scary. Don't do that. You can go to this beat. No. Don't, don't be big-headed about it. Mm-hmm. Civic engagement. I see a note here. Anything stand out for you guys in regards to ways to be involved in your communities or anything with, what was this, we're talking about voting or anything like that? We talk about walking assessments and stuff like that. So most yeah. of the civic engagement was what? Maneuvering through the community. So how was we traveling to different communities? Uh, by Taking the train, the bus, the bus um, transportation that was around us. Mm-hmm. I did, I cool. After the field trip, we actually walked around downtown so that we can look at that stuff, so that we can get compared and bring it back to our community. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, so it looks like last on our little agenda here, you guys made a newsletter and we, we briefly covered this before, but Dominisha sent it around to some of the staff and like everyone loved it. They're like, Oh my God, this is great. We're so happy that they did this. Um, what was that experience like either writing those stories or gathering some of your thoughts and putting that into a a piece like that? It just basically, uh, it's just putting out our feelings Mm -hmm. and what we did and like, we did a new uh, a newsletter in youth council for the summer, which is updated information on our community and things that we feel affects us, that mm-hmm. might impact us. And the most important part is the stories, our individual stories, which help us express our feelings about the different issues in our community that we face. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, no, I think it was a great project, whoever's idea that was. Was that Whoever came up with that, solid. And so hopefully youth councils will keep doing that. Do you guys have any advice for future youth councils? Have fun. Have fun, that's good. And just be you. Don't don't act different. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. If you guys had to say, so moving forward now in your lives, like what would be one thing that you learned or one thing that you realized or like something that maybe changed in you moving forward because of this experience you had this summer? Anything that comes to mind? I say for me, I say don't don't judge a book by its cover. Cause when I first got here, I'm thinking hey, it's gonna be like, look here, so I can't talk to nobody. I can't crack a joke. I'm mm-hmm. gonna just watch them, just hurry up, get my little my little paycheck, hurry up and get up out of them. But now I'm like, oh, I can crack a joke with them. They can take a joke. They don't. They basically cool. They don't be too childish. They just mature enough around my age. Cool, cool. It's been super nice to be able to hear all the stuff from you guys. Things you've been working on, we're all very proud of you. We hope it's been meaningful. Um, I know Dominique is proud. <laughs> um, 
Cool. So Cameron Charles, Jalen Malia, thank you guys so much for coming by today, being on the Build Radio podcast. You can probably hear this. I'm not exactly sure when we'll air it with the iTunes and stuff like that, but we'll cut it up and make it sound pretty and let the people know what their youth council uh, has been working on. Any uh, any last words for all the for the people? Uh, you go. Shout out uh, to my mama. My daddy. <laughs> my grandma. Shout out to my cousin. Uh, uh, what's her name? She ain't here today. Alexis. Yeah. Uh, she she don't do no working now, but don't yeah. put her out there like yeah. that. Stop with Alexis. Okay. <laughs> so y'all know. Right. Thank you so much for having us. Of Benji. course, yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming by. Good luck in your future endeavors. Once again, thank you to our youth council, just another group of kids that, of course, we're very proud of. Um, Shouts as well to Dominisha, the coordinator of that group. And uh, before we go, without further ado, we got to build. I'm one of three black males from our division who received a diploma after my four-year sentence. Adding another dimension to the list of insurmountable odds, this sir has mounted. We play blackjack with the hand like Delta said society learns to count it yet. So many people wonder why a lot of us don't make it to 21. And many run from the truth, but there's very few ways left to run from what's right. See, I don't write to get sight to the blind, I simply write with the times, but it ain't no sunshine in Chicago sometimes. So I spit these punchlines, cause one time can't come find one crime in our public schools with publication. And this nation needs to trade destruction for construction. We gotta build. To kills, gunshots like thunder And it only makes me wonder And it only makes me ponder Can the youth come through the storm And rise above the drama Let's raise money for the schools And not the death number Let's raise money for the schools And not the death number If you got it, you should use it And get a diploma This is a club jumper That should blow your speakers out Something that rappers in the industry Should really speak about Guns, we need to keep them out Violence, we shouldn't think about No illegal drugs in the alcohol we leave it out with the negativity something's gotta give we need to start now make a better place for us to live get the seed put it in the soil across the field take it from bob we all gotta build They sound like measurements, but them is the souls looking for heaven of the school students killed in the past two years. Streets is the new bullies, death is the new fears. Kids growing up wrong, the father is imperial. Nowadays they gotta have their pops like the cereal. Yo, 
Wrong place at any time is a bad look Cause bullets claiming more bodies than Superhead's book It's like they got the fed shook They quick to arrest a dealer But they can catch a cold quicker than they catch a killer And these shorties is in need of the truth That's why when I make these cuts I bleed in the booth We gotta succeed with the youth to stop gunning them down Keep them out the streets and running them around And if you lost to one of your town Then let me see your lighter blaze We gon' make it out this fighter phase and see the brighter days I was blown away the first time I heard that. I was like, where, where has this been? Where have they been keeping this for 10 years? Um, I don't have all the names, but um, shouts to Shakir McKnight for The Hook, uh, Charles Bigsey Smith, and Lamar The Truth Jordan on some of the verses, and of course, uh, Marquise D. Buford Sr. on a production. Truly impressive, wonderful, well done, impactful, deep, just quality track. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but all in all, 
Thank you so much for listening to the episode. We hope you enjoyed some of the content, some of the stories, some of the youth voices. Um, always a blast putting it together. Build wants you. We want you to be a part of our of our, of our family, of our of our everything, of our energy, of our movement, of our um, I don't know our our our, our new. Our build 2.0, I guess, is what it is. We turned 50 this year, and it's going to be big. It's going to be big. So get involved. Email volunteer at buildchicago.org, and we'll find something for you to do. Whatever you're passionate about, you can do it here. I just started off as a volunteer, and we built all this cool stuff, and it's been truly amazing. I don't even have words. Um, Stay connected. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Find us at Build Chicago. If you're able, donate, please. Website, there's a link. There's a cool app called Roundup where you're able to just, you know, every purchase that you make, it'll take a couple cents off it, add it up, and then give it to us at the end. And, you know, all, all that will help. Your change will help change lives. And you can feel good about that with every little purchase that you make. Uh, make sure, of course, to rate, review, share this podcast. And then also check out our 50th Stories podcast on our SoundCloud, which is uh, soundcloud.com slash build 50th Stories. You can also find that through our uh, buildradio.blueberry.net website. Of course, events coming up. We got MLK Day of Service, January 21st, where you could join us in celebrating the man through service to others. We got a Sip and Paint event, which is a new one, which should be a lot of fun, where you can create your own masterpiece. Um, February 2nd, that's from 4 to 6 p.m. For all of our dear friends who are 21 and over, um, and all proceeds gonna, are going to benefit our arts programs, and selected pieces will be showcased and auctioned at our art show, which is called Dreams to Legacy and will be February 23rd. And this is going to be a wonderful evening of great art featuring youth and community pieces. Um, ticket includes appetizers, wine, and refreshments, and special VIP packages and sponsorships are available. You can find out more info on the website. And of course, our 50th anniversary gala is May 3rd. It is not to miss. It will be something you will never forget. More info will come on that soon. Otherwise, find out on the website. We thank you guys so much for listening. We love you dearly. And uh, <laughs> stay tuned. If we really want to end the violence in Chicago, we need to go beyond put the guns down. We need to change the story about what it means to grow up black or brown in Chicago. We need to make the potential of the young people the focus, not just our problems. We need to transform lives to create hope and build futures. We can't do it alone. Invest in our potential. Chicago young people are worth it. Build hope, build lives, and build futures. Woo!